Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie, and debuting on the show, I've got actor and comedian Raheem Johnson. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for that correct uh, pronunciation right there. <laughs> Brother, you, you know, I, I'm used to butchering names, so I hope I got it right. Man. <laughs> No, no, you did, you did, you nailed it. All right, but can you say it again to the listeners in case they don't believe me? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hello, audience, listeners. I don't know where you are right now listening, but this is Raheem Johnson, a.k.a. Clean Raheem. Okay, clean. And we're going to get into, listeners, why we say clean. But did you want to tell listeners about how you got into the entertainment industry? Oh, wow, yeah. So I got into the industry actually by way of modeling. I, was a mo I started modeling around maybe 2011, 2012. I started to catch catch a little bit of um catch a little bit of heat there and i started doing runway i did editorials i got published in maybe four or five magazines did a nice calvin klein ad for huff international and you know just was having fun with that and then uh one year i was doing new york uh fashion week i did new york fashion week maybe four or five times and i ended up proposing to my now wife at new york fashion week and then one day she came to a show out in philly and she was like man do they make you take your shirt off every time and like so I just always was like that shirt off model and I could have a suit on and never have a shirt just just, just the pants and the jacket that was me okay. so um so after a while you know from modeling I, I met some actors on set you know and backstage and stuff like that sometime and got interested I had always been interested in acting and um I auditioned for a commercial and booked and you know started doing some acting classes out in Westchester PA and and um, I kind of just, you know, got into it. And then after a while, I just moseyed on away from modeling so often and just doing acting. And then acting turned into a segue into doing stand up. And, you know, I met someone on set doing a, a, a reenactment murder. I was actually uh, me and my girlfriend were killing her mom on the TV show. <laughs> and, and one of the guys who actually owned the mansion we were using, it's like, dude, you should do comedy, man. You would love it. You're good. You're good. You have the personality and all of this. And he actually was on my heels. Shout out, Frank. He was on my heels for at least seven to 10 months off and on. Just always hitting me up on Facebook. Man, you, when are you going to come with your seven minute set so down in dc washington dc there's this there's this this famous place called ben's chili bowl ben's upstairs there's ben has all these different places and you can they have open mic nights and stuff like that so i took my seven minutes co-workers came out family members came out to watch me do the seven minute comedy set and it actually turned out pretty good people were laughing and everything and the host was like now i want you guys to know that was raheem's first ever comedy set and everybody just gave me like a standing ovation. I actually got booked that night to do a paid event. And I've just been doing comedy ever since. All right. All right. So in like, let's say there's a younger Donovan. Do I have to do modeling to get into the industry of acting? Like, do I have to be a model <laughs> first before no. I can be an actor? Because some people no. do think that. No way. No way. I mean, you, you, you become Donovan, you, whoever you want to be, especially in 2023. Okay. You are whoever that's, that's the power of social media. Also, whoever you post and whoever you present yourself to be, whoever you take 
take yourself to a set to be, you can easily become once you learn the craft. So I started out as modeling because that was the opportunity that was brought to me. You don't have to start. I mean, you could easily get some headshots and, you know, just start auditioning for stuff and then hope you get better over time, take some classes and guess what? You're an actor, you know, and now to what degree you become is up to whatever, you know, work you do on your craft. And that's with anything, you know, just like I'm sure, you know, with what you do now doing interviews, of course, somebody can just pick up a phone or pick up a microphone and start interviewing people. But it takes, it takes some years to sharpen that craft. Oh yeah. It's still taking me years to sharpen this craft. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Trust me. It's never over. It's never over. <laughs> okay. So yes, listeners in 2023, you can be what you want to be. You don't have to be a model. You don't have mm -hmm. to be the six foot three tall jock, you know, with no. the shirt off, you know what I'm saying? But nope. it is good. Ladies, it is good. If you want, to see a nice sexy man take off his shirt you know what i'm saying it is good but uh, you know the point i'm trying to make is that mm -hmm. you can just what do you call it it's easier to get in the industry with a whole bunch of social media mediums sorry i'm right. stuttering on my words there no 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 all good no, no but that's exactly it i mean you know it just takes a good try and then another thing about the industry man it, it's unfair until the favor is on your side but sometimes it's all about who you know you right. know i actually you know i actually have have had several people come to me and talk about acting and wanting to do things and then you know I hear about someone in the industry looking for folks to, you know, people with not a lot of experience. They want to start, you know, using them for small roles and in independent films and stuff like that. And I refer them. And because they know me, they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, let's try it. And now, like, I have a friend of mine who actually has done more um, independent films during the, uh, during the strike, the SAG strike, than I did. You know what I mean? Like, he was just working, of course, you know, not like working for a lot of money at all. But he was busy, all from referrals. And then he just got out there and he's like an actor now. He's pretty good. Right, right, right. And now you're an actor. So you've been on some commercials. Mm -hmm. Then we landed into some short films. Did we do short films or did we do commercials first? Um, I actually did. I think my first two gigs were commercials. And then I did some short films. Uh, I actually got booked to do a student film. That was out in um in a it was at a, a Drexel University. I did two projects out there. Those were my very first short films. So yeah, I did two commercials and then I did two uh, short films and then a feature film and then it, who knows what the order was after that. All right, all right, all right. And the one short film I think we were talking off interview about the one where you had to kill your what do you call it, you and your girlfriend or you even oh. mentioned it. At, <laughs> you, was that one of those short films? No, that was actually a TV. Show show on tv one okay that that was, was... yeah that was a show on tv one actually mm -hmm. okay so i made a mistake there but the two short for which one what what was that about oh so i actually did one short film that was called uh man was it called quiet or walk quietly or something like that and i played the role of a high school baseball player and i was uh leaving practice and i got stopped by some some cops and one of them was a scumbag cop and um he didn't believe i was leaving from baseball practice he, he was saying basketball wasn't even in season you know had 
his remarks and uh, they checked my bag. They checked my book bag for drugs and weapons and everything. Hemmed me up, realized I didn't have anything and they let me go. But then the plot twist was when I got home, I actually pulled a, a dime bag. I pulled a small sack of weed from my underwear. Oh my gosh. And, uh, <laughs> right. So so it left the listener, it left the viewers kind of like, whoa, like he got pulled. They stopped him for no reason. I was literally just walking home and I had an interaction with a friend earlier about, you know, not doing that. And it was like a moment of realization, like, man, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I shouldn't have this on me. And then it's like, man, but the cops pulled him over for nothing. But, you know, it just, it was like one of those conversation starters. So that was good. It was That good. should have been turned into a TV show because the way you're describing it that should be a tv pilot see i mean hey i, I have no control all I, I came there to do my job what they did after that was up to them so. oh right. <laughs> <laughs> see yeah, and the good. one where you killed what he got earlier where you met your wife to be now and you all killed the mother that was a tv show but that should have been a movie yeah now that now i will tell you this that was actually based off of a true story oh i didn't that know was based that based off of a true story yeah yeah, so it was uh, it was about a girl who was dating this guy who was actually older than her. He was 26 and she was 17. The mom hated the relationship. I really wanted her to come and live with me and all of this, but the mom was in the way. So the daughter had the nice idea that maybe we just got to get rid of her. So we, I hit her in the head with a frying pan and we choked her with like a an extension cord. And this and this it was a true story. So yeah, all right, okay. So it was called for my man. <laughs> <laughs> for my what? For my man. Oh, wow. For, wow. Yeah, <laughs> what show, a title. Yeah, is, <laughs> I know the show is based all around women that'll do anything for their man. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I heard that for my man okay exactly ladies are you gonna really do anything for your man okay hey there's a list of them out there okay. all right so i recovered listeners and mr johnson i recovered from my little stuttering and my little all over the place so why don't we hear about your comedy now because we, you know you're a clean comedian we talked mm -hmm. off interview you're a clean comedian that means mm -hmm. you don't cuss you don't nope. you know talk sexual perverted things you're mm -hmm. not into you know having mm -hmm. a threesome or cheating on your wife mm -hmm. you want clean. all your little nasty <laughs> <laughs> and there are some nasties that do that are very open-minded to having a menage a trois and doing that type of stuff so <laughs> so how do you my question is how do you say you're a clean comedian and what about the fans reactions when you don't swear when you don't talk about sexual jokes when you don't mock the lgbtq community mm -hmm, mm -hmm. see so that's the thing when it comes to being funny i think people underestimate the power of just being funny you know because when you come to a when you go to a comedy show if you come there only to hear cursing and you come there only to hear slander of any community specifically you have a you have a problem you have a deeper problem and laughing is not going to fix it so i think when you go to a comedy show your point of going was to laugh you wanted to have a good time and it does not take for someone Someone to curse at you, spitting across the stage, talking about your mom who you brought just to have a nice night out, who sat in the front row and talking about how she smells like peppermints or something dramatic just to make somebody else laugh. 
if you got to do all of that, you're probably not as funny as you thought, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I don't curse on a day-to-day basis, you know? Um, so when I write jokes, I'm not even thinking about cursing. I'm thinking about things that actually happen in life that everyone or at least most people in a room can relate to. And if they can't relate to it, I'll have some background to a story and it'll be funny by the time I'm done. So it's not about not about necessarily doing jokes that are clean. It's actually about being clean, being a, 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 a decent person. And now you're funny and now you're telling a joke. People that actually use all that profanity and stuff, they talk like that on a day to day basis. I just don't. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you say to listeners that might say, well, then it's not funny then because I need to hear an F-bomb. I need to see, hear Ferg this, Ferg that every two okay. seconds. Then I'm not your type. I'm mm-hmm. not your type. Like, let's look at folks like like Sinbad. Sinbad didn't curse. Sinbad, Sinbad was actually a clean comedian and people don't realize that until they actually watch. You know why? Because you're laughing. That's the point. He talked about his childhood. He talked about kids. He talked about, you know, just random stuff, everyday type of stuff. That's actually funny. You know, you don't even realize he didn't cuss at you because you were laughing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say Richard Pryor and Red Fox and Dave Chappelle aren't funny because I love those names. I love those comedians. But that's just not my style. You know, right. before before Bill Cosby was hemmed up with all this drama, he was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny until you realized what he was talking about when he said Spanish fly. So, <laughs> you know, you, you everyone laughed. <laughs> so, but now, now you feel bad. But that's the thing. I mean, funny is funny. Right, right. Okay. But we we can laugh still, even if it's not funny, right? Let, let's say if somebody does say a not so funny joke about Bill Cosby, can we still mm. laugh? Or do we have to worry about being canceled? No, no. I think I think what happens with this whole cancel culture, cancel culture can be canceled, just like how cancel culture cancels things out. People just follow the bandwagon. You know what I mean? If something is funny, guess what? It's just funny. It's not meant. Your laughter should not insult someone else. The person who's doing the insult, if it is meant to be insulting, is the person who made the joke. Because I laugh makes me, uh, you know, some sort of supporter of something he did. No, I laugh. Everybody's got different types of humor. I'm not. No, if it was, if somebody did a Bill Cosby joke and it actually was funny and then you didn't laugh, I'm actually questioning your character. It's like, because who are you in here front for? All right. But what if you tell a Robert joke? You know who I'm talking about, Robert. <laughs> oh, am I missing it? I think I'm missing. Oh, Mr. that mm-hmm. joke. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know who I'm talking about, Mr. R. You know yeah. what? Well, that's the thing. Something like that, I I stay away from that. Right. You know, because right. that's 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 almost not clean anymore. You know, I do when I get booked, I end up doing like someone's seventy sixth birthday party, and it's like a whole different group of people there, and events at churches or youth events or rent. You know what I mean? Like. The places I'm at doing comedy, even if I do go to a comedy club, I'm not doing that type of material. There's so many things to talk about. There's too many things to talk about. I got well, kids. A lot of people have kids. So yeah, we can do that type. Okay. What about this type of joke? The other day, Bobby Storm. I don't know if you know her. She's a gospel artist. Oh Lord. <laughs> You're like <laughs> You know what I'm going to mention her announcing, what do you call it? She's a Grammy nominated and kind of being annoying on the plane. And then, you know, the flight attendant asks, hey, can you sit down? But and then he's she... the true hero. He is the true hero. <laughs> oh, OK. So that we could joke about, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, now something like that. Oh, come on. Come on. She was back and forth. She wants people like me to talk about her. <laughs> but she wants the worship. She wants the praise. <laughs> she, that's the problem. Just the praise and the worship is not for you. It's for God. And she's on the airplane trying to get it for herself. I was so happy. I wish all the flight attendants came up and said something to her. Because that was dramatic. That was dramatic. Ma'am. We've never heard your song. I actually didn't even hear, I hadn't even heard of her until that video. So, you know, they say all press is good press. So, hey, more power to you. I don't even think she's nominated for a Grammy. Oh, I don't even think so. But she said she was on that plate. <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm a pig, okay? I'm a talking pig. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And to the church folks, what do you want to tell the church mm -hmm. folks? Because they might be worried, brother, don't be talking about the Lord now. You better be careful oh, there. Oh, Lord, you worry <laughs> about what you said on the phone to Mother Shirley yesterday. I mean, that's my problem. <laughs> that's the only thing about it. It's like, it's so, it's life is filled with so much uh, hypocrisy. It's like, laugh. Like, I remember I did a show at a church before and some people like felt like they would have preferred to fart than laugh in church at <laughs> that moment it's like what am i here for you act like you don't laugh you sit there and you watch bold and the beautiful and the young and the restless for the last 40 years trying not to laugh at rigs and all these other people get laugh you have 87 cough drops in your purse right now ma'am laugh okay like come know. on mother Some shirley we know we sick. know you watch those soap poppers mother shirley we oh, know yeah. every you day Margaret, you watch it <laughs> exactly and you margaret and helen sit there and talk about people in the pool pit right after church every single sunday so yeah come <laughs> some slack here <laughs> and that's Relax. okay and there are can you throw this out there are christian comedians because oh absolutely there might be people thinking that doesn't mix because you can't you have to be careful how the joke comes across because then you'd be sinning against the bible oh lord yeah yeah now holier than thou self and da -da, yeah whatever <laughs> There is such thing as a Christian comedian. All it takes is for someone who is actually funny and likes to tell jokes who is a Christian. And he tells those jokes at a church, everyone. So just like you can have a sinner comedian, you can have a Christian comedian or you can have a Muslim comedian. Well, guess what? There's even a Hindu comedian. You never know. You never know, guys. It's all about laughter. The blood of and Jesus is against you. <laughs> See? I know. And that's the exact way some of these old Pentecostal people may think or old super Baptists. I don't know. Check their birth certificate. <laughs> oh, we have fun. We have fun. Listeners. Oh, raised in the church. He knows what I mean when I'm throwing yeah. these questions out. <laughs> I know. And I've met all of them in their hairnets and their, you know, skirts and stuff. And it's like, listen, taking some of this way out of proportion. Okay. Either you want to laugh or you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, do you have comedy shows coming up? What's the future for you for the rest of 2023? Do you have more sketches you're working on? Well, yeah, you know, I've actually um, been posting. I just, you know, post random stuff on uh, my social media. As far as doing stand up, um, I think I have an event coming up in December at a church um, here in Maryland. Um, but I, I'm currently right now working on a stage play myself, David and Tamala Mann. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Tyler Perry series. Meet oh, the of Browns. course. We know those two, of course. Yep. So, yeah. 
podcast, so I'm going to play with them. If anyone listening is familiar with uh, uh, gospel music, uh, Jonathan McReynolds, Daryl Walls from the Walls Group, and it's actually written uh, by Anthony Brown from uh, Anthony Brown and Group Therapy and yeah. Josh Jenkins. So um, this is going to we, we've actually done this play. I, this is my third year in the play. I think they've done it. This will be year 15. It's huge production. I mean, 4000 people in attendance every show four shows this year. And so that was that about 16,000 people. Last year, we did more shows. We had like 20,000 people. It's always huge. I play one of the wise men, one of the three wise men. And of course, I'm the silly character. So I'm uh, funny on that. So okay, <laughs> so, and do yeah. you expect the crowd to be bigger this year? Uh, no. So we're only doing four shows. Um, we're expecting them to cap out at around four four thousand to four thousand two hundred, maybe for each show. That's so, still a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I remember one show we did. There were folks in the in the overflow. Like it was like forty eight hundred people there to see the show. So they were turning buses around. So it's it's always a good time when we do this show. A lot of great singing, great performances. Yeah, okay. if you can make it, I would definitely say come. All right, all right. What's your encouragement? to the listeners the met radio listeners that can't laugh they don't like anything comedy mm. and they don't think mm. comedy is relevant for today it's just hurting people's feelings and it's just picking oh, on man. groups and people and i don't and there might be a listener saying i still don't understand why you got to do it because you're just hurting people well that's just because you listen to the wrong comedy if you sit at home with your family and friends and you guys are telling stories about things that happened in the past, things that happened at work, and you started laughing, guess what? That's a form of comedy. Laughter is good for the heart. In fact, in the Bible, it even speaks about how healing actually helps bring, I mean, laughter actually brings healing to the body. You know, like, you can, there's all, it doesn't, if, even if you don't even believe in the Bible, you can Google how much laughter actually heals you it's 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 about just i don't know anyone who just walks around wanting to not laugh that's that's a very weird person and there's rooms out in these large buildings and they have white padding on the walls and that's probably where you should go an insane asylum or something like that if you have that much against laughter okay i don't know where you grew up i don't know who hurt you who harmed you but forgive them okay because mm -hmm. your heart needs to laugh exactly i only know i only know crazy people who ended up killing people and eating their skin off who didn't like to laugh it's weird it's weird donovan mm -hmm. so if you actually we need go to, to laugh. people <laughs> yeah i mean you and i laughed just talking during the interview i don't know who these people are okay but guess what whoever you are be true to that okay no matter how crazy it is and we just hope the right person comes across to you who either can save the person from you or save you from yourself but i bet you if dave donovan, chappelle came in right I, I hope, but I bet you if Dave Chappelle came in, they would be laughing right now. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's secular. It's all right. It's okay. But people don't scare me. But you, if you came in, they'd be laughing. Maybe they'll change their tune in the future, right? Perhaps. Perhaps. That's the thing. It's all about, it's just about when you catch people sometimes, you know? So, like, I actually, I'm actually in a film with a comedian named earthquake and Daniel Rollins who actually are very good friends with Dave Chappelle and, and um, hopefully this movie will be out on Netflix in another half a, uh, six months or so on set when we were all talking about doing comedy it's like it's about whatever your lifestyle is you know so if your lifestyle consists of drinking and 
smoking weed. You want to hear jokes about drinking and smoking weed. If you're sitting with your grandmom, are you really talking about drinking and smoking weed? I mean, depending on what your grandmom's lifestyle is. I mean, who knows? Either way, I'm just saying there has to be something that fits everybody's shoe. And that's where clean comedy comes in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it really depends where you're at in life. Some people like the jokes where they like LGBTQ jokes because they're a part of that mm -hmm. community. Some exactly. people like, you know, jokes about the Bible because they really know their scripture. That word mm. that I hit in my heart that I may oh, not yeah. sin against thee. <laughs> mm, I hear you. I hear you over there, Donovan. I hear you. All right, all right, all right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms and your projects and some of the commercials you've been in? Yes, yes. Um, Just going backwards, I mean, I've done projects all the way from like Geico, Burger King, Uber Eats, just to say names that people know as far as commercials. I've, who knows? how many commercials I've done. I mean, for the Army, I'm probably over 30 to 40 actually produced and, you know, finished products as far as commercials go. Film, I definitely have some projects coming up. Um, I'll be in a Christmas movie this coming year called uh, Christmas Bay. I play the lead characters, moms, boyfriend apparently i am the boyfriend that everyone was expecting to see but i just happen to be a lot younger than everybody thought so keep your eye out for that next christmas definitely the christmas production the some way somehow theater um production that'll definitely be out for folks to watch we're actually going to be on the road starting next year and of course i have the potential netflix uh or bet project coming out called uh bedridden now in that project i am definitely not who i am in real life okay but guess what you gotta go watch it to see it i'm an actor remember that <laughs> and um and yeah, thank you again for having me, Donovan. Um, I appreciate the platform. Everyone, if you're listening, just remember, your dream is literally so close to you. All you got to do is open your eyes. You can be whatever you want to be. That's how the world is set up. You just actually have to focus, put in the effort, 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 effort. Don't expect things to be given to you. And unfortunately, sometimes it's all about who you know, not what you know. So smile more often. You don't know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. I smiled and I hope our listeners smiled and they had a change of heart to smile. Exactly. You know, I can actually tell you're smiling when you're talking, Donovan. That's very good. That's I communication am. class right there. <laughs> I am. And I'm laughing too. Did you want to throw out the website and in the social media where they can oh, reach yeah. your name? Yes, yes, yes. So you can look me up on social media at Clean Raheem, C-L-E-A-N. R-Y-H-E-E-M on Instagram um, and Facebook is Raheem Johnson, R-Y-H-E-E-M Johnson. And um, I actually do have a website. So now I don't know how up to date it is. Um, it's www.cleanraheem.com. You can shoot me an email anytime at bookraheem.com and someone will get back to you. Mm -hmm. I remember language, please, listeners, all appropriate language <laughs> and clean language, not you. Oh, what the f man no right. don't talk like that it's hey i didn't I agree I'm with some bible scripture exactly <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna say who sent you donovan <laughs> no i didn't but the listeners we can't be talking like we have no brought up see i'm gonna talk caribbean for a minute we can't talk like we have no brought up see we have to brought talk with yeah we have to talk <laughs> like we that. have some manners you know what i'm saying right. so yeah down in the <laughs> south we call that home 
Home training. Home training. Jamaican right. background brought up C, okay? <laughs> okay, I learned something new. <laughs> All right. I thank you so much. Any quick final things you'd love to tell the listeners? Um, No, Jesus loves you. That's it. Okay. All right. For Met Radio, 1280 AM, I would love to thank. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You can throw out your name again. Actor and comedian. Clean Raheem Johnson. Thank, thank you, you so much for being on the show. I really appreciated getting to know you. No problem. Likewise, Donovan. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.